The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the windup of his first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. Deep to right field. Way up there. They're going to wave him in. I don't believe it. My, oh, my. And look who's coming up. You have got to be kidding me. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Okay, play ball. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Friday, May 13th, 2022. This is Payoff Pitch, Action Network's go-to Major League Baseball betting podcast. We join you every Tuesday and Friday during the baseball season. Analysis and breakdown of the day's MLB slate. 15-gamer, every team is in action. Before we get started, you just heard our wonderful theme song. I want to turn it over to Sean Zarillo, and then we'll mention our guest that we have coming up today. No Colin Whitchurch today, but another Colin joining us. That's a tease in the biz. Sean Zarillo, question for the people. Please ask it away. Yeah, so our intro ends with an umpire saying play ball. That is a clip from a movie, a very famous movie. So go ahead and make your guesses on Twitter what movie that is from. Tag us on Twitter at Sean Zarillo, at Brendan Glasheen, or at underscore Colin one. We will select a winner. You will get either an Action Network hoodie or a one-year Action Pro subscription. Producer Matt will reach out to you guess what that movie quote is from. Very good. And that is a way to welcome in Colin Wilson. Great to have you joining us, Colin, this week on the podcast in for Colin Whitchurch. And by the way, uh, with the giveaways we'll be doing, we have a lot coming this summer. Looking forward to more here from the pod for our faithful listeners. So thanks so much as always for tuning in. Colin, it's a good way to tee you up that uh, this month, we're about halfway through the month of May. Just real quick, want to spend a moment on overs. The market's adjusted, right? Overs are hitting here in the month of May in Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's going to be probably the theme of today is overs. And the last couple of weeks, you know, there's been regression to what happened in April. Unders were hitting at just an astronomical clip. We all wondered if the humidor was in almost every single ballpark. <laughs> Uh, we never know where those things have been installed. Uh, you don't know if it's weather or a shorter spring training. Uh, hitters not getting caught up to the pitchers, but they definitely have caught up. Uh, overs have been cashing at a, at a very high rate, high, high clip the last couple of weeks. I think that's going to continue. We're going to see more 
bullpen meltdowns. I think the sticks are getting warm. And finally, the weather. If you haven't noticed the weather across the nation, 90s in the south, that's going to creep up the east coast, and that means the ball is going to start to fly. We'll talk about my favorite ballpark where the uh, ball is going to fly here later on in the show. Here in Boston, we're going to get up into the mid-70s and sunny today. So looking forward to that. In the month of May, overs are 83 and 65. It's a 56% hit rate covering by eight-tenths of a run. If you were a $100 better, you'd be up $1,100 this month if you took overs. Sean Zarillo, your reaction to the undertrend was a key in April, and now it's it switched over to the over. Yeah, under is 59.5% in April. And I believe a consistent $100 better would have been up almost four grand betting the unders in wow. every single one of those games. So dramatic adjustment. The totals in April went down from over eight, then to 7.9 in the second half of the month. Now they're sitting closer to seven, a lot of flat sevens on the board, even some six and a half popping up. So overs are the way I'd target at this point. And we've also had some conspiracy theories about juice balls in national TV games. We've got two Apple TV games tonight the Padres and the Braves and the Cubs and the D-backs. So we'll see how those totals end up playing out if the ball is a bit more livelier in those parks. They just want people to go find Apple TV. We will make you find it. We'll give more runs if you come find us on Apple TV. Let's go to leading off matchups of the day. We'll spend a few minutes on some games that both Sean and Colin are focused on. And let's go to Zerillo first on Blue Jays Rays. Toronto is the favorite on the road in Tampa, minus 130 on the money line. Total set at six and a half. So here's a low total, Zerillo. I like the Jays here at plus 110 or better. Don't see any value on the total, actually. Made this around 6.6. Kevin Gaussman has been awesome this year. Throwing more sliders. Whiff rate is up. 2-7 expected ERA. But Drew Rasmussen is a bit underrated, I think, in the market. Introduced the cutter this season. Halved his four-seam fastball rate. Throwing that cutter 32% of the time. It's carried a 3-5, 3-6 expected ERA the last two years. The Rays are also the most profitable home underdog at our Bet Labs database. Now that goes back to 2005, but all of that profit is since 2017. 52% rate for the Rays at home as a home underdog. Consistent $100 better would be up $5,300 with the current construct of the team that they have, the current organization structure that they have after people left for LA. So I think the Rays are always a good team to target as a home dog. Two rested bullpens tonight. If there's some early scoring, I'd also look for a live under seven and a half. Colin, you got a read on this game? Yeah, I think Gausman has steamed a little bit, 10, 15 cents this morning. And, and you know, the number is just probably going to get out of control to where you can't bet them. But I think the Jays in the first five is the play. And mostly it's because of the splitter. The splitter is just untouchable. The Rays haven't seen it that much. They struggle against four-seam fastballs, which is Gausman's, you know, other pitch that he goes to. And it's important to know that Tampa is dead last in Z contact. That's how much contact you're making when it is in the strike zone. And they're 29th in whiff percentage. So I think Gausman's going to eclipse his strikeout total. But the bullpens, I don't want any part of it all in this game. So I would stick with first five on the Jays. Okay, another matchup we're focusing on today. Padres, Braves, Darvish v. Freed, 7.20 p.m. Eastern first pitch. Padres at plus 135 on the money line. Braves the favorite at minus 155. Zerillo, another low total at seven. Like the over here, I mentioned this is one of the Apple TV games that has nothing to do <laughs> with my analysis on the total, but it may end up help us hitting our over. Truist Park is an offensive park about 5% above major league average in terms of park factor. So regardless of the fact that we have Max Freed and Yu Darvish starting, regardless of the fact that they're both pitching well this season, I made this total around 7.7. Very difficult for me to get a total under 7.5 in terms of a projection at Truist Park. So we're going to bet the over 7 up to minus 115. 
Thoughts on that one, uh, Colin Wilson? 100% in on the over on this. One of the first plays that I hit, I think I hit the overnight line on the Padres like around two o'clock in the morning. Uh, Look, this pitch arsenal is going to say that this, you know, San Diego is going to be slam Diego tonight against Max Fried. And that's hard to say because Fried's been so good this year, but he throws a four seam curve sinker mix. All those pitchers, Padres sticks have absolutely dominated double digit run value against so far this season. Uh, and the one pitch that Darvish has executed well on is the cutter this season. And that's a pitch the Braves have negative run value against. It is impossible to ignore what San Diego does against left-handed pitching third and ISO top 10 and weighted runs created plus and Woba versus Southpaws. Uh, I like it all Padres. Over Padres first five, give it to me. Padres doing well to the over on the road when they get out of that pitcher's ballpark. Total's gone over in seven of San Diego's last eight games overall on the road. So when they get out of uh, their home ballpark, they uh, they can get some runs up, or they're part of the deal at least. Another game we're on today: Yankees White Sox. So the Yankees they just they're surging. They put up another big crooked number on the scoreboard yesterday. They've won four in a row. Yankees have scored 150 runs. That is uh, second in baseball. Uh, pardon me, third in baseball behind the Brewers. And Dodgers respectively what's our read on this game with Garrett Cole on the mound Sean I've been betting Garrett Cole first five lines for a few starts now I think there's some value on him because everybody wants to go against him but his expected ERA still around 3.3 Vince Velasquez has been 5.6 5.3 the last two years so two runs in expected ERA between these two pitchers in terms of differential pretty dramatic like the Yankees to minus 175 on the first five line you can get a minus 168 at FanDuel right now minus 175 at that MGM Still see value on the Yankees in the first five line. Derek Cole may be getting a little bit underrated at this point relative to what he's been in previous years. Yankees have won 16 of 18, Colin Wilson. They're a tough team to fade right now. Yeah, and they're also a tough team to buy because it's so expensive. But, I mean, one right. of the books, as we're talking, they just steamed 20 cents on Garrett Cole. So I, that's going to happen throughout the rest of the day. The way that I attack this is I went on a first five run line on Garrett Cole, which is about minus 120 right now, just to say I think Garrett Cole is going to win in the first five against Velasquez. And there's a really good reason to think that because his four seam is just going to get mauled by the Yankees. They're plus 19 collectively against fastballs. New York is the best hitting team in MLB in barrels right now, and they're third in chase percentage. So every at-bat is a tough out, uh, and the Yankees are just firing on all cylinders right now, second in defensive run save, and a bullpen that's top 10 in XFIP and K-rate. So I like Yankees' first five, but I'm betting it on the run line. I'll just go ahead and take a chance that they, you know, minus 120, that Garrett Cole has more runs to support him than Velasquez does. Usually about a 50-cent differential, too, between the, the first five run line and the the first five money line, obviously, as you get higher on the money line, it should adjust. But around 50, 60 cents is where you see that split typically. Okay, payoff pitch rolls on. Again, 15-game slate today in baseball. We don't hit on every game, folks. We hit on games that uh, the guys have action on or, or eyeing action at the very least. But uh, be sure to follow both Sean Zarello and Colin Wilson on the Action Network app. They have all their bets that you can find. Uh, all the data picks, all of it logged there. Uh, Colin, we'll turn it over to you. Your Royals uh, with Zach Brinke on the mound taking on the Rockies. I was bummed out to see you weren't wearing your Royals hat today uh, for the pod. But uh, your read on the Royals today and you also have a thought on Astros Nats yeah sadly I'm going with Lehigh Valley uh iron pigs here on the hat with the bacon but I I do have uh, this win total I'm sorry win total I I do have the Royals and Rockies projected at 9.7 so you can make a case that the Royals are are what they're going to do against Kyle Freeland's arsenal but these bullpens are just next level awful uh there is one single category at the Rockies pen ranks above 26th uh, I mean, from K to walk ratio to XFIP to left on base, 
Uh, the Rockies have just been blowing games like crazy out of the pen. The Royals do love left-handed pitching. They're first overall in Major League Baseball in ISO. They're top five in weighted runs created plus in WOBA. And Zachary's arsenal is just going to be under attack from the second that he hits the mound. The Rockies are positive run value against four seamers and sliders. If that curve is not working for him and he's not getting the corners, this is going to be a long night for the Royals bullpen. The number was 10 before we went on, and now it's up to 10 and a half across the board. Again, I projected 9.7, but I mean, this is the Rockies. We talked about overs. These bullpens are terrible. Uh, I'll take the over here. Okay, it's a Rockies home game, so beware of uh, Coors Field. What about Astros Nats? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Josiah Gray, I mean, he might not be in this game very long. The Astros are the best hitting team in the league against righties, and they love an arsenal of four seams and, and sliders, and that's exactly what they're going to get from Gray. Houston's number one in Major League Baseball in Z contact and whiff rate. So they do not miss, and they hit everything in the strike zone. Uh, you know, they have a chase rate that's in the top five. They, you just can't get any of these guys out. Uh, the Nationals' offense is best against fastballs. That's not what Framber Valdez throws. So uh, all Astros all the way, the, the price is justified there. Astros 5-0 and in their last five, straight up 5-0 and against uh, ATS in their last five road games uh, to this point in the year. Moving on to uh, Sean Zarello, some other games you're targeting on decks and games you want to discuss. Uh, we can go right through. You got four of them for us. Yeah, I actually want to talk about the game that's not on there first. I'm surprised Colin deleted it from our rundown here, but the Marlins and the Brewers. Yeah. Fantastic pitching matchup. Maybe the best on the board tonight. Pablo Lopez and Corbin Burns. Both sitting with expected ERA around 2-5, 2-7. Lopez has been phenomenal. I actually projected this first five line, first five total at 2.75. So you can get an under three plus 100 at DraftKings. Still think you can play that number. I also like the Marlins here on the full game money line down to plus 131. As for the Reds and the Pirates, another first five under I like. Probably my favorite first five under on the board. Projected this at 3.6. Mitch Keller has been phenomenal this season. Fastball velocity is up two miles an hour. Changeup is being thrown harder than any pitch other than Sandy Alcantara, both sitting around 92 miles an hour on their changeup. So tremendous stuff there from Keller. Love that first five under. Orioles and Tigers love the Tigers here on the first five and full game money lines. Jordan Lyles expected ERA has been over five for the past three seasons. Eduardo Rodriguez expected ERA in the mid threes, 3.4 to 3.8 for the past six years. Consistently one of the most underrated pitchers. Now the Orioles last year had some good splits against lefties. This year it's fallen off probably because they pushed their left field wall back 30 feet. So it's absolutely tanked the performance of all of their right-handed bats. That said, I do project them as a slightly better team against lefties than righties. And even factoring that in, still love the Tigers here. We'll get to that again in best bets. Two other games, the Guardians and the Twins. Surprised at this total. This was what I would have projected maybe an opening day total in Minnesota, around 8.5 last night. Moved down to 8. Still like it at 8. You can take that to minus 107. And the first five under 4. You could take that actually. First five under 4.5. You could take that up to minus 130. Don't get that total. That's like an opening day number. We're well into the season at this point. That total should be adjusted down closer to seven and a half, in my opinion. And then last game on the board is the torture chamber. The Phillies against the Dodgers. Hated every single second of this game after the sixth inning last night. Sent me absolutely tossing and turning as I went to bed. Yeah, we have to bet this again. Unfortunately, down to about plus 190. Kyle Gibson has been awesome the past two years. Expected ERA actually half run lower this year than it was last year, around 3.3, 3.8 last year. Kershaw's been great, too. His expected area, the lowest it's been since about 2014, but do see value on the Phillies here. Unfortunately, I did bet this before the end of the game last night. Otherwise, I'm not sure I would have been able to pull the trigger. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel badly for you, Sean Zarillo. I really do. Um, hey, they Dodgers, won last night. We're already in the, already in the green. You know what? We lose this one tonight. It's fine. Maybe I won't even watch it because that was absolutely miserable theater. Dodgers 20 and five straight up in their last 25 home games. So we'll see if they, uh, they bounce back tonight after a nine, seven loss last night. Okay. Time for cleaning up best bets. Here we go. Are you going to place a bet or what? They never quit. It's unbelievable. It's kind of the game within the game here. Okay, last episode, 0-2. So we look to bounce back after a tough Tuesday. The podcast is 12-14-3. Overall, Colin Wilson, get us back on the right track. What do you got for us? Well, Sean alluded to it earlier about the runs, you know, the Orioles, Tigers, and possibly the under. And, and, and listen, it was the first thing that I hit today. Under eight, if you can find it out there, there's about three books out there offering eight. But I would still take under seven and a half at plus 100. These offenses, the Orioles and the Tigers, are on the struggle bus right now. Baltimore near dead last in every statistical category against left-handed pitching. Pitching, Eduardo Rodriguez should post a really healthy amount of strikeouts tonight. His four-seam sinker combo is something the Orioles just cannot hit against. And as for Jordan Lyles, uh, he just throws the kitchen sink. He's got five different pitches, and the Tigers are not good at hitting in any of them. Uh, he has the, the Tigers have severe negative run value against the sliders, against curveballs. Detroit is dead last in barrel percentage. I just don't see a lot of balls going over the fence. I don't see a lot of runs scored. These two offenses are incompetent. And the Orioles bullpen is ninth in XFIP. Uh, and, you know, in the Tigers pen with Michael Fulmer and some of the pieces they have, they're sixth and left on base percentage. So I'm going to put this bet in the hands of these two bullpens, which is a scary part. But I have no issues first five saying this is going to be under. So give me Orioles, Tigers, under seven and a half at even money. If you can find an eight out there, I'd hit that too. Yeah, these two teams have not been good to uh, to hitting the over this season. They've been under teams, Baltimore and Detroit, down at the bottom of the league. Okay, good stuff. Thanks, Colin Wilson. How about you, Sean Zarillo? You got yeah. two for us. I'm going to give that two today. The Pirates, Reds, first five, under four. I got it at minus 135, I think, at four and a half last night. Still love it at under four here, up to minus 115. You can get that at DraftKings and MGM. And I'm also going to take the Tigers' first five money line. Got it at minus 140 last night, minus 160, still widely available today. Convinced that's the right side. I mean, about a run and a half, two runs of difference between Eduardo Rodriguez and Jordan Lyles in terms of expected ERA. Minus 160, widely available, like it up to minus 175. Excellent. Great work, fellas. Appreciate it as always. Colin Wilson, thanks for coming in this week. For Colin Whitchurch, you can find Wilson's work uh, over on the Action Network. He's one of our senior writers covering baseball. Sean Zarillo, frequent guest as always. Great work, too, covering uh, baseball for the Action Network. That's going to do it, everybody. We're back on Tuesday next week. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Payoff pitch, Action Network's go-to Major League Baseball betting podcast. Good luck tonight, and we'll see you next time. Look at his crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave.